in a land of bastard druid boys in a time of harsh reality, the destiny of a mediocre podcast rests on the shoulders of three dudes. Its name, Four Seasons in a Funeral. Today, we're talking about Season 5, Episode 8 of Merlin, The Hollow Queen. My name is Nick, and joining me today are David and Charlie. Uh, I got you, David. Hi, I'm David. <laughs> hi, I'm Charlie. I got, I got you, David. I, got, I heard that laugh. <laughs> Well, you didn't listen, hear mine. Any oh, mention of <laughs> hatred of druid boys, I'm all for. Fuck the druid uh, boys. Audience, if you're wondering, hey, Nick's done a lot of intros recently. Fuck you, Craig. The wet <laughs> druid boy. <laughs> listen, Nick. As we were just saying, get good. You yeah, have to oh. get fucking 8 gigabit fiber internet. I settled on the 500. <laughs> Coward. Cowardly. Cowardly. Why would in like five years would you slower. need the eight would you legitimately need the eight gigabit? Price will be there. I can always upgrade. Will it, will yes, it be there? These weren't special offers. These were normal prices. When were Bell no, runs the government, it's still gonna be there? There were no asterisks on the price or the plan information. I stand by coward. <laughs> When Bell does away with the CRTC. Listen, living by myself, I'm all I need is 500 up and down. Dude, I don't need fucking 8 gigs up and down. Yes, but you what do. But what, what if am you I had going eight, to David? do with 8 gigabits up and down? Up especially. Whatever, whatever <laughs> the fuck you want. I just like run a seed box business? Like I don't understand. You do so many things, David. It'd be great. Become a streamer. I can do that with 500. Mm, it yeah. works better with, with a gig up. It's 500 up. It's fine. That'll David, be enough. Create, David, create your own streaming service that supports like 12K or 16K. Jesus. Uh, and then that's where, that's where you'll need that sort of upload. If anything, I could pay 20 bucks more and just get three gigabits a second. <laughs> Up and, and down. But, but but think about how many gigabits you're missing there. You're missing a whole five additional gigabits per second, David. It's a lot of gigabits per second. It is so many gigabits for per less second. than half the price. I could get 16 times the speed. Exactly. <laughs> We've talked about this. Which is insane. Anyways, uh, this is a boring conversation that the audience doesn't want to hear. What have you guys been up to since we last uh, and recorded? Oh, I, uh, it's been I, I a lost... weekend. I lost a lot of frisbee games. Um, they were fun, but I lost a lot of frisbee games. Um, but I had a good time, and I had a mustache for them. It was great. Why did you have a mustache for them? Because they all Cause had David, mustaches. Because we all had mustaches. Why did you all have mustaches? David, it's it, it's Top Gun. And <laughs> one second, I will I will find it. Audience, you know what I mean by this. Did one of like, your friends about... die? <laughs> No, then it's we, not really Top died. Gun themed, is it? <laughs> our our team died. <laughs> Did someone die from faulty safety equipment? No. Then is it really Top Gun at all? What were if you, Nick said, "Yeah"? Were you fight? Then I'd say, "Good job." <laughs> were you uh, fighting an ethnically ambiguous foe? <laughs> hey, that's only in in the most recent one. In the first one, I think it's pretty clearly that they're Russians. Yeah, I love how hard they worked. To make them ethnically ambiguous. 
Well, they just dress them in all black, and you never see any skin or face or hear their radio. But also, like, perfect the type of jets they're using as well. They're very specifically also American. They're next generation jets from the enemy. Well, no, not even that. They're Amer- they also have just American jets as well that they've stolen. <laughs> it's listen, it's it's all about making sure that that movie works no matter who the foe is. <laughs> Let's be honest though, they probably envisioned some brown people and the studio was like, "Eh, not right now." No, they're brown uh, people in no, Russia, with, obviously. Not with <laughs> when was, when was Russian Top Muslims? Gun, when was the original Top Gun the, uh filmed? Uh original s- Top Gun? Yeah. It was mid 1986. 1986. Yeah. That that's that's height of fuck up the Russians or not yeah. height of, but like well, yeah, oh, Top, no, Gun, pretty height Top Gun of, one is no, clearly against the Russians. We're yeah. talking about Top, Top Gun, Gun one Maverick. is unambiguously, hey, we're gonna fuck up the Russians. Top oh, Gun yeah. Maverick, we don't know who the fuck they are. <laughs> they stole American jets and they're in all black flight gear and we never hear them. Helmets. We never hear them speak at all like ever and they're in some nondescript northern place with snow on the ground perfect like i i I don't even know if the wikipedia will say who they are who they are fighting listen you gotta make this movie able to be air overseas right like you can't be calling people out that's millions of dollars billions of dollars you know throwing away be like fuck the chinese or fuck the russians uh yeah (laughs) which is i think like they specifically put like in the transformers because they were getting so much money they specifically put like entire like fight scenes in china but then i think china was very specific about which cities and how much destruction they were allowed to do oh yeah and especially they couldn't make the chinese army look incompetent as well against the robots well, there's that, and then for that Jason Statham, like, Megalodon disaster movie. Oh, the Meg? Yeah, the Meg. They had, to American audiences, just some Asian actress, but apparently she's one of the top actresses in China, and the only reason she got the role is because the Chinese funded, like, half the movie. And so suddenly she gets a starring role in it alongside Jason Statham. I can't believe Jason Statham still made Hey, they're fun. I mean, like, yeah. So is like, I, I, I lost that. <laughs> I lost that. I'm sleepy. David, are tired. you sleepy, David? I was gonna say so is cock and ball torture, but then I knew I didn't agree with that. <laughs> 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 That's where my brain went to. Oh man. I mean. Sundance. People enjoy a lot of the movies at Sundance, <laughs> which in some cases could be analogous to cock and ball. In some cases, probably show cock and ball torture. For being real here, yeah. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, what have you been up to? <laughs> yeah. uh, not a not a cock David and ball and torture. Finally... Yeah, cock and ball torture. Really, Dave and I finally finished our Solasta campaign. That yeah. Took us... I think only 40 hours, we said? Not even. I think it was late time. How many? Uh, 26. Less. Wow, yeah. we did burn through that. Um, turns out, siding with the fascist government the whole way through is the best ending. Is kind of the un- good ending? 
Oh, no, un- unambiguously <laughs> the best ending. We learned so we, we were role playing cops, so we decided to back the fascist government because, of course. And on our way to kill the rebellion, we learned that they were being led by a mummy lord. <laughs> like it's hey, go assassinate these people. You kill one chick, and we're like, okay, like we talk to her, kind of, kind of bad. And then we go into a room and it's, oh, this guy was secretly a mummy lord. And you're like, okay, I feel less bad about, <laughs> about trouncing this rebellion because putting them in power is probably bad in the long run. Okay, uh, the other group, the mask, is led by a criminal that you were originally sent into the valley to find. But doing sticking true to the fascist government means you eventually find out the fascist ruler is actually... Uh, originally a, a dragon that turned yeah. into two different elves and their left one, brain right brain <laughs> yeah one a sociopath <laughs> one empathetic and then you re-merge them at the end with a with a persuasion check and he's like oh, okay uh, fine I guess I'll re-merge and uh, then the post credits is just like ah and he's the best ruler the valley's ever had and it's more prosperous than ever <laughs> And one of the people you arrested earlier is chilling with him, looking happy. Like, unambiguously uh, doing the right thing. It's such a weird fucking heel turn. Like, he had us going uh, around killing peasants, and it's like, good job, guys, you did the right thing, backing him. And then it turns out you did. <laughs> you did do the right thing. Like, I can't get over how weirdly written that is. I get, like, they, so, they're was, trying was to this, do, like... Was Celesta, like, a choose-your-own-adventure game? Like, you guys started backing D&D. him? Yeah, it's yeah, just I know it's, it's D&D. Yeah. Okay, I know it's... But, like, what, is, is there any amount of, like, whichever side oh, you back, the other they, side becomes they pres- inherently yeah, evil? They, um, they, no, they I just don't present know you with the that. options. Because, like, I, I don't think that changed the fact that the rebellion was led by an undead mummy lord. I think that's just straight up fact. Or that I, the other division is led by the original criminal we were tracking down. I think for the rebellion storyline, it probably ends with, like, oh, hey, he's a mummy lord. And you've got to, like, kill him. But Or is it like, hey, he's a mummy lord. But that's not too bad, despite the fact he's sitting yeah. on a throne made out of human bones. Don't worry about it. I like. I'm a little bit suspect because yeah, it's a DLC. Like it's an expansion campaign, but not a lot of people have the achievements, and I think those are tracked for people who have the DLC. Um, so I don't, I I don't know. I don't know if like there's a a good ending for the rebellion. I would hope so, but it also means that like it doesn't matter what the rebellion did. They're going to be objectively worse than a benevolent dragon. Like, you just can't match that. So yeah, I learned fascism is good. How are we going to roleplay cops in Borderlands? (laughs) Oh, God. By Um, by not helping anyone and only doing our jobs, I guess? I don't know if we can because they're they're predefined characters. No, I feel like, okay, but I feel like we are by only doing the main quest. That is how we roleplay as cops. We are helping no one. We are just here to get paid. We're on, we're on undercover assignment <laughs> to find the vault. That's our that's our role for Borderlands Boom. One. 
You yeah, got it. But um, Nick, you should join us for one of these RPG sessions where we role play as cops. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just God. be horrendously lawful evil. Just Oh, God. Honestly, Nick, we should do a Divinity 1 playthrough because oh, that game be is so much fun to break. It's like, so good. It is built around breaking it, and I think you would love that. Oh, most likely. You can be oh, an I oil mage. Pyramids. <laughs> we can all be oil mages. Okay, we can't uh, all be oil mages. Uh, oil mage is a broken archetype where you use spells that spread oil all around the environment, and then you set it on fire. Oh, no. Or you don't, and your enemies just can't move because they're slipping on fucking oil. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I remember <laughs> Divinity 2, I think, patched out ice abuse. By allowing you to just put nails in any boots you have. Yes, so that you could walk on them. <laughs> you can't slip ever. Nice. That seems, uh, hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. All right. What have I been up to? Uh, thinking about new house, doing adulting stuff, calling. All right. <laughs> <laughs> same old, same old. Same old, same old. Uh, yeah. Why don't we get into Nick? Yeah, I think TV it's Merlin guide. time. All right. Oh my Drew, god, he said the thing. He time. said it's it's Merlin time. And then he Merlined all over him. <laughs> then him and Venom fought. It's Merlin in time. Alright. TV guide for this episode reads Merlin ventures far away from Camelot after agreeing to accompany a Drew which Nope. Sure. It nope, really it really that sounds is like, like a fifth of the episode. It really sounds like the TV guide people have also given up on this show. They've definitely checked out. Uh, As they should have. Uh, yeah. The, the, like, okay, Dangerous Mission is a little bit suspect. He does accompany a quote-unquote druid boy. I mean, ventures far away from Camelot after agreeing to accompany a boy on a mission. That's that's about well, it. Um, he does know well, no, he's no. going to dangerous territory. Gaius does warn yes. him about that. Well, also because he because the the quote unquote druid boy says, yeah, no, but everyone's in the Valley of the Fallen Kings, which Merlin multiple times throughout the show has said, hey, let's stay the fuck away from there. It's <laughs> cursed and bad things happen. And every time they go there, bad things happen. Also, can we stop saying druid boy? This is clearly like a 20 year old man. <laughs> like, he really for a druid boy he really doesn't look that young he's a, he's a druid young adult he looks like he has a mortgage ah <laughs> uh, they're 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 just giving mortgages out to anyone at that age eh, david or at that, at that time <laughs> is, eh? i mean to be 2007. fair yes yeah <laughs> to be that fair does, that doesn't yes. track that is what led to the subprime mortgage crisis hmm don't get variable rate adjustables. Don't do it. Yeah, my sister's Why do rate. My sister was screwed right now. Oh god, yeah. Oh, no. Did they do variable? Yeah, they well they renewed it uh, a while ago. Shit happened. Hmm. Yeah, shit Sucks. did happen. Yikes. Much like shit happens to Merlin in this episode. Does shit hey. even happen? I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah, he almost yes. dies. I guess. If only he did. Uh, anyways, let's have uh, Druid Boy sneak into the castle and immediately get caught by the knights. But fortunately, uh, Gwen is with the knights um, on a, like, walk around um, and excuses the boy. It's like um, a nightly so patrol. Just kill him. Well, I think yeah. it's 100%. She knew he was coming, right? And that's oh, why she's no, doing she this. Oh, no, she definitely did. Yeah. She definitely did. 
She was like, yeah, I'm just going to go out for a walk and the knights are a safe group to go with. Don't worry, Arthur. I'll be back. This is normal. My good childhood bang. friend, Leon. Ugh. Leon's such a simp. They're We've all already simps. determined. We've already determined that Gwen is the most, uh, like, is, is far and away the most beautiful person in the land. Um, yep. Like, this was discovered and determined, like, seasons ago. Yes. Yep. As soon as Morgana left the kingdom. I mean, yes. again, with people thinking she's Morgana and going, oh, I always heard Morgana was beautiful. Just weird energy, Merlin writers. Weird energy. <laughs> hey, like my fiance pointed out, they started giving Gwen, like, cleavage and makeup as soon as they were like, shit, she's got to be the love interest. We, we've been talking yeah. a lot. of, We've been hyping her up a lot. We got to actually put her into wardrobe. <laughs> Get her out of these peasant clothes and what real nobles wear. Cleavage Shit, she's and push-up on... bras. <laughs> she's get... she's got to be on camera for longer than 10 seconds. <laughs> oh. I, just, the, oh, I just have so many problems with Mlyn. <laughs> like, why are all the women so much cleave? <laughs> like, Explain to me why Morgana, on her off days, <laughs> is still wearing a corset. I will wait. Because she can just magic put it on. Okay, but why and is Gwen doing magic... that then? But, Nick, I don't... They're notoriously oh, no. uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, no. It makes no sense. <sighs> but, yeah. Um, anyways, let's have, let's have Gwen finish up her night... Like, finish up her walk, dismiss the druid boy, uh, head back up, uh, go to see Arthur. Um, Decide to and... cock Merlin. Yeah, tell Merlin to get the fuck out. Um, but on his way up, be like, hey, can you go, like, draw a bath for me? Probably gonna need one of those later. I'm gonna be um, so fucking messy in a bit, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, hey, I need you to be in the kitchen, because I turned, told the fake druid boy that's where you're gonna oh, be. Yeah. That's yeah, that, that, that was, was the for. reason, David. I thought it was just she's gonna be a fucking mess after they bang. <laughs> she was. Also well, that. also two, that. Two birds, you know. <laughs> Two birds, Can't, one stone. Don't let, don't let opportunity get in the way of stuff. Yeah, Druid Boy is like, oh, look, I have this tattoo that signifies me as a part of a closeted oppressed community. Don't read into this. Nothing to do with tattoos or rings on certain fingers or earrings and certain sides. Nope, nothing nothing to read into here. Nothing. Magic's just magic, guys. Don't (laughs) Magic has always been just magic. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing nothing about social communities here. Just a fun fantasy show. You know what? I would buy that more than Merlin trying to have social commentary at this point. <laughs> Merlin doesn't deserve social commentary. They haven't earned that even. Uh, it it uh. honestly feels like Game of Thrones being like, we need democracy. And everyone being like, yeah, oh, democracy. I just, in a system where magic demonstrably exists democracy doesn't make sense because not all men are equal <laughs> like also in in a world where you know old gods exist like become a theocracy like i the mean the gods are real and they are angry well become listen a theocracy. okay the one thing i will i will give game of thrones ending is of course you make the most magical person king brand like straight up <laughs> man can see the future like yes i want him to be king not for whatever bullshit reason they wrote but for the fact that he can see everything happening all at once like and also control people with his mind 
I mean, surely you write it better so you have a charismatic, caring person at the throne and you make him like your spy master. Absolutely not. That makes perfect sense for the Game of Thrones world. After the shit they've been through, nah, full autocracy, <laughs> magic autocracy. <laughs> what would that even... Bran will be arresting you for fucking thought crimes. And he's like, what do you mean? Like, I saw it in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, actual legitimate thought crimes with proof. Yeah, and you'll just have to be like, well, yeah, he's the king. <laughs> he can read our mind. We know that. It's, it's like all what the North Koreans say of Kim Jong-un. Yeah, but, but real. real. <laughs> My god, is Bran a dictator from North Korea? I just, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> like, uh. in, like, oh, it's just magic system. But yeah. Fake, fake druid boy's like, hey, my sister's got the sweating sickness. I need you. I heard you were cool with the druids, man. I heard you you are a friend of the trees. <laughs> Which, again, I don't understand why Morgana, like, how, if Morgana doesn't know, he's Emrys. Why? Like, I just. I think purely hey. because of Mordred. It is purely because That's of Mordred. That's impossible. But also, that requires so much continuity and for Morgana to remember anything other than being up her own ass for a moment. I don't believe it. Hey, hey remember, Mordred, Morgana has seen Mordred this season, like not that long ago. So like, there's at least that going for it. God. Uh, I, <laughs> I will also say... Uh, they they drop a bunch of hints uh, throughout this, obviously, uh, to Merlin that this that this kid is not a druid boy. Um, but I like that the first one and the one that should have tipped Merlin off to the start here is he's not fucking introduced as Emrys. Like he never a druid says boy at no point says Emrys. Yeah. So uh, yeah, should have been a huge yeah, they, uh, <laughs> they go off and he's like, "Guys, cover for me. You can't say tavern. That's worn out." And guys is like, well, shit, okay. And then I guess I'll make a real one. Yeah, I don't know. And I was then... actually very excited for tavern reference. <laughs> that was the best part of great. the episode for me. And then Ugh. the the what's the dude's name? The the, the don't work on the Sabbath. What's his name? What? The Saren? What are you talking about? The oh, visiting... so- Sauron, Sauron, or something. Sauron? It's almost it's almost Sauron, and I, I just want to refer oh, to him that, that the nerd who shows up. Yeah, yeah, that guy. The nerd, you mean the old <laughs> grizzled killer? The nerd, the guy who apparently had Morgana captive, which is insane to yes. just drop <laughs> for three years. <laughs> just had her. Unless you're in Italy, in which case it's two because they messed up the timeline. Eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> But yeah, he he shows up, and Arthur's like, "We're gonna form an alliance because he also hates Morgana." And from what they say about this dude, it's not that he hates Morgana; it's that he loves torture. Yep. Uh, Gaius is like, "Hey, he assassinates his friends for fun." This is this is not a cool dude. <laughs> Maybe don't invite him to your kingdom, and if you do, like. Wear a Kevlar vest at all times. Be careful. This is the only time it's appropriate for Arthur to be wearing chainmail in his own castle. Yes, which he does. He does wear he full chainmail. He just wears wears it all the time. Because, <laughs> yeah, Merlin is out hunting for herbs, just like in the beginning of the Lancelot Except episode. Except Arthur does not buy it and just goes, so he's at the tavern. <laughs> fucking get him out of the tavern and get him to come help me uh but it's uh, fine because gaius will help arthur get dressed because he 
to really playing up the man child aspect for just a scene. I uh so 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 I really enjoy the uh I I'm going to call it unintentional um the the unintentional side of like fuck the rich and don't lay down your life for someone that is shown in this episode uh as we see um the king of Camelot struggle to put on clothes and struggle to do things and then almost die and is only saved by someone who helps out um brings Merlin back to life and then dies for the king uh for the king for the for king, the king. <laughs> I really enjoy that we get that just right beside so much of this ep- like episode where we just have Arthur being so incompetent at the most basic things. Fantastic. This was a bad episode, <laughs> eh? <laughs> yeah, it's the season Ugh. five episode of Merle. This, I think, is nailing the funeral part way more than Fringe did. Ugh. It's sort of impressive. I'm... I so Go, Nick. Like, if... So, so fringe is it's interesting we've we've obviously talked about this a lot but fringe fringe is interesting fringe i I feel like fringe was kind of like it it felt more like a viking funeral in terms of like went up in flames and is not what you expected um fringe yeah they're like like we're gonna go out we're gonna go out hard yeah like fringe felt like a train wreck where they were actively pouring fuel onto the fire the entire time like there was real effort and work behind season one so we to be also, fair, we talked we, about like we did spin-off ratings cuz that like as a spin-off, season 5 of Fringe is fine. It's not good by any measure. It's fine. I think Fringe Division still would have been a better spin-off. Yes. <laughs> there were plenty of better spin-offs, David, but as a spin-off, season 5 of Fringe was fine. But this is just if you a just straight took up it as that crash in quality. In pretty yeah, much every is... aspect except for the acting, like they're trying. It's just they're not really being given a lot to work with. Yeah. Yeah, this really feels like they just completely ran out of steam. Um and like there's a there's so much oh god, there's so much recycling of content in this like this episode is like sure, it's a it's a it's a switch on the like go and help the druid boy and get him out of the kingdom. But we've literally already had that. <laughs> like, they're they're just they're they're bringing back things and like not in clever ways, in ways that feels like they're just reusing content. Like it's they, not like oh look, clever callback. This is just like wait, you're trying to you're, you're just trying to do the same thing again. They went to the Ryan Johnson school of subverting your expectations, and yeah, because like I don't know. There's there's the there's the two different sort of parts of this episode we've got the camelot side where um arthur is you know talking to sarum throughout this episode uh we see him like fighting one of the knights and lose to one of the knights it's like holy shit arthur lost to someone in combat that's crazy sarum has to be like such a would be such a great ally we're gonna Um, have a sword fight with these guys and arthur is gonna have to learn how to beat him because he's he's better at than him at like improv nope just weird nope let's have it be a different one different thing um and then like you've got the like very obvious uh suspicious like look merlin knows that he's like slowly being led into a trap here but like doesn't know like it's it's very clear that merlin's getting suspicious but just doesn't care um and continues on 
as it becomes more and more evident that the quote-unquote druid boy is not a druid boy and is just leading him into a trap. Yep. Um, I thought it was nice and... how they revealed he wasn't a druid boy. Like, I thought that was actually kind of clever. Oh, with the... Uh, with Merlin, Merlin trying to like send him telepathic thoughts and him just not hearing it. And Merlin instantly going, <laughs> yes. you're not a fucking druid! Wait a goddamn like, second. Like, I feel like in any other episode, Merlin would have been like, oh, that was weird anyways. <laughs> Well, oh, to they, be fair, they, they do that. Merlin, do Merlin looks concerned and then shuts the fuck up until they get to the Valley of the Fallen Kings and he's told, like, and he's just like, hey, there's no one here. What the fuck? I know you're not a druid. Yeah, they're trying. Uh, they are trying. Uh, unfortunately for Merlin, uh, Morgana is also there uh, and he's been led into a trap. Morgana just force blasts him and then <laughs> feeds him some poison. It is just a that's force blast, day. It's it's straight up just a force blast, that's and that's all the magic, magic that they can do now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really just reduce them down to look and man go fly, which is which is such a shame because you guys remember the the magic stick. The magic stick was great. <laughs> the explodey staff. The oh, gun. The just the just Merlin has a gun now. I that was fantastic. Staff. Explodey staff was. Gun. Merlin just invent a gun. <laughs> oh man. Merlin, what are you working on? I call it a gun. <laughs> With this camelot we'll take over the world. Uh but yeah, no, magic I like basically the, almost this entire season, magic is just either Healy magic or force blast. Yeah. Yeah. Like can it, can sometimes, sometimes say, it's force blast into like rocker things to make rocks fall, but it's force blast still. Yeah, I, I also hate it. Hated the effect of Merlin. They do like five crossfades of Merlin struggling to wake up, and like he spits out some foam. Um, but you don't want to look woods. at Colin Morgan with white stuff all over his face. I do, but not like this. <laughs> not gifted to me. <laughs> Make me work for it with mid journey. <laughs> That's gonna get fucking blocked by the not safe for work filters. Not on my version of mid journey. <laughs> ah, there we go. Charlie's paid for his. <laughs> I mean, you can also run your own version of stable diffusion. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But they they have him like try to magic the poison out, and then. His eyes flicker and make an electrical buzzing sound because his magic's not working. Like, the magic power behind him is working like a fucking light switch. And I, I hate that effect whenever it's used. And I feel like they took a standard sound effect and synced the visual effect up to it. And I hate them for doing that. It just It looks bad and does not fit. And I recognize it and I hate it. That's it. That's all I got. That's the most emotion this episode got out of me. <laughs> anger, just yeah. just anger. Yeah, because then Gwen's lying to Arthur and Gaius, being like, "Oh, I know why Merlin's away. He's meeting a girl." And I don't know why Gaius doesn't call her out on her bullshit right then and there. And why Arthur doesn't go like, "That's impossible. Merlin's gay." Uh, not that I would I... know. <laughs> <laughs> No, he he's the king now. He'd be upfront about it. <laughs> be like, what is my boyfriend doing with a girl? <laughs> but, and, uh. but like, 
guys could easily be like, what are you talking about? Merlin has been home by like six o'clock every day for the past month. He's not talking to anyone. He can't be. It's actually impossible. No, 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 Charlie. You need to realize Gwen's influence over Arthur is ultimate. There is what, what, what Gwen says Arthur will believe without, beyond a shadow of a doubt. Nothing mm. Gaius can say will change that. <laughs> this, is, this is just Morgana with Uther multiplied by 10. Oh, God, you're right. That, is, just that is what back. this is. Hey, look, they recycled content again. Guys, it just keeps happening. Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't want to watch. I don't want to be on the Merlin train anymore. <laughs> Let me get off. I want to get off Mr. Merlin's spooky ride. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yeah, it's it's great. Anyways, Druid Boy comes back and saves Merlin. I'm just going to skip to that part. We've talked about most of what's happened before then. Oh, uh, Gwen also goes up to the visiting dude and is like, hey, why don't you kill my fucking husband? And Oh, she also talks to Morgana after yes. hearing that this dude tortured Morgana and her dragon. And she's like, you okay with us? Like, using this guy and Connor's like yeah no it's totally chill i'm over the torture thing it was only three years in a well it's fine you know how things are between friends (laughs) yeah just just make sure just make sure that the uh just make sure that the knights kill him slowly and painfully after uh he kills arthur just just you know just in case yeah also can we point out that the, the fucking torture with morgana um was definitely incredibly fucked of like, yeah, doesn't matter if she's a magic user. I just made sure that, you know, her dragon, which she cared about, uh, would die if she tried to escape. Um, and oh, then... So you didn't torture the dragon? Oh, no, I really fucked up that dragon, too. Uh, that that dragon that dragon is fucked up now. Dude, where the fuck it's is the other dragon? Wrong. Like, why is Ithusa getting tortured? <laughs> like, I thought he was gonna watch her. <laughs> yep, I don't know how this happened. I t- I don't know how the great dragon, Kilgara, just was like, yep, don't worry, only other dragon in the world. You'll be safe with, you'll be safe over here. <laughs> Kilgara flies away and goes, oh, uh, what? I'm, I'm forgetting something. Man, I'm sure it's not important. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. If it was important, you wouldn't have forgotten it. <laughs> two days, two days later, shit. Goes back. Well, it's gone. I, I guess. Man, I, guess I we'll really find hope Merlin never asks me about that again. Yeah, I, man, that'd be a real shame. I prefer my head cannon, where he deliberately left that dragon alone because he was like, "Shit, I wasn't ready to be a single dad." <laughs> Why did Merlin have to go and save that fucking egg? He spent one day trying to hunt for food and was like, "Fuck it, I'm done." Oh my god, I'm so bored. <laughs> it is poker night with the guys. It'll be fine. Oh, no. Uh, but yeah, Gwen's like, kill my fucking husband, and then you'll get a third of Camelot's land. It's cool. This is an entrapment. And somehow it's not entrapment. So the dude sets up an assassination attempt on Arthur. And then Merlin and Druid Boy show up. And Merlin kills him through magic. And Druid Boy dies, and Druid Boy gets the credit, because he knows Merlin has magic, and is thus not allowed to live, because his name is not Gaius. And this doesn't immediately cause war. 
because the guy didn't even disguise himself as like someone else. He just wore the exact outfit he came riding into Camelot on. Charlie, this this didn't cause war because this man's master assassin and himself are now both dead. Camelot just marched in and took land. Yeah, if anything, <laughs> Arthur quickly goes, oh, I'll get, get the armies, get the armies. <laughs> all right, guys. We're invading. Uh, that was always the plan. <laughs> Man, it's a real shame that he brought his elite force of soldiers here who are now surrounded and in my dungeons. Let's just go take some land real quick. <sighs> but yeah. Uh, this man that's... stabs his allies. He doesn't have any allies. His lands are unprotected. Let's go. They do establish that he kills his friend allies. So yeah, I don't think anyone's going to quickly march for revenge. Yeah. If anything, they're like probably singing Arthur's praises. Ah, oh, wise King Arthur <laughs> killed the evil king. The liberator. He, he, is, he has figured out he has figured out how to unite the lands. Arthur has just have one of just have the one who is scaring all of them be like just die. Take his land, everyone will love you. It'll be great. Uh uh, honestly, Charlie, what I find hilarious about that was your, like, depressed, like, 40-second summary there of 10 minutes was, like, all that you need for the, yeah. like, last 10 minutes of this show. What important <laughs> thing did I miss? Uh, Nothing. Uh, it's, yeah. The, the, only, the only thing here that you've missed is sort of the last scene where Merlin becomes extra sure that Gwen is the problem. Uh, when it's revealed to him that, oh, Gwen told me that you were out seeing a boy this entire time. And Merlin goes, or oh, a girl. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, a boy would be believable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, slip. Uh, not magic user. You're, you're not magic, therefore you're not gay. You were going to see a girl, Merlin. Actually, uh. we, even, even the female magic users, have the only one we've seen confirmed to ever be in a hetero relationship is the one who was controlled by that spooky fucking CG sphinx thing. <laughs> the one that dated Gaius? Yeah. Everyone else has been single or living with a coven of women. Yeah. I don't want to think about hmm. that chimera thing, though. The manticore. <laughs> I don't like the manticore. Can we not talk oh, about yeah, milk it? Can we more. not talk about the manticore oh, anymore? Yeah. Listen, the, the, mant the manticore came from hell, and as we all know, heterosexual. Like, <laughs> hetero stuff. Alright, does that bring us to the end of this episode? Are we done? Can we be done? Yes. <laughs> this is 44 minutes, oh no! It's gonna be so short! Yes, this episode is nothing. It's just recycled content. Merlin's it's not entirely... even in half the episode. Uh, that was it's... their solution: was let's get rid of Merlin from Merlin, and it let's went have let's have horribly. Merlin let's have Merlin go on an epic journey that isn't an, an epic journey at all. He just falls over dead. That's it. <laughs> it is neither epic nor a journey. Journey. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay oh, it's um what did I, you guys I think about this episode <laughs> oh man um hey audience this the last couple episodes like a lot of season five has felt like recycled content this episode straight up is recycled content like sure they made some changes but we have merlin 
going with a druid boy out of the out of the kingdom here. We have fucking look, it's the king being blinded by someone close to him and therefore not seeing the obvious things um where this person is conspiring against them. I'm sure there's more and I just don't want to think about them right now, but like this season there's been a lot of recycled content. This episode feels like it's all come to a head and I have to believe that next episode is going to have less. Like I have to believe that this is because like this was bad. Uh, I bet it could get worse. I bet it can still get it worse, could. dude. It could, but I, but David, I have to believe. Why? Why do you have to believe? Because um, I, because I want to. Uh, sure. There's some fun fight scenes in this episode. Sure, there's some like, there, there's a couple fun things that happen, uh, in this episode, and we get to see Bradley James sort of being an idiot, um, and like look the king to things like that. <laughs> Haha, funny. But like it's it's just it's so recycled and for a show where this is what the like fifth last episode of the show fifth or sixth last episode of the show this is pathetic (laughs) this is just actually pathetic that it's just recycled like this is very clearly they they shouldn't have had they shouldn't have had a season here um and i understand that from the end of last season sure they weren't at the spot where they were they'd retold all of the the story of like king arthur but like this season isn't doing that it's it's really not and it's just recycling old content it's just it's just bad um with that in mind i'm gonna give this like honestly like i think just a one like this this feels like just awful and i don't i have not given a one i don't think i've given a one before charlie charlie nearly died from you saying that jeez he started coughing yeah I was overcome with shock. That is, in fact, the lowest episode or lowest rating Nick has ever given Merlin. Or or Fringe. Like, I think that's the lowest rating I've ever given, uh, like, on this I, on the show. There's my Fringe ratings. Um, Yeah, for season five, that tracks. Yeah. you get, The lowest you've ever given prior to this is 1.5. So not a super... It's so a 1.5. Our season five ratings are not good. For <laughs> <laughs> really? Just really? Just look Shut up. That's, I'm absolutely that's crazy. Oh, right. Because I had it on a notepad document before. What the fuck was I doing? <laughs> I really got my shit together in Merlin. <laughs> a fringe season five rating. Yeah, not even, not even on. Um, the spin-off ratings, did you ever drop below a 1.5? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. This, maybe, maybe it gets worse, but, like, I just, like, sure, there were things that you can, you can enjoy about this episode, but, like, are man, there? If, it just felt if, like recycled if content. If you enjoyed this episode just, at all, please stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> I'm also gonna give it a 1 for pretty much the same reasons as Nick. <sighs> This episode David. gets a 0.5 from me. <laughs> Goddamn. Amazingly, David's second 0.5 rating. <laughs> oh my god. I look for I look forward to one of David's conditions coming true. So this drops to a negative 0.5. <laughs> David has more ratings below 2 than above 2 this season. Holy shit. Wait, is that too which way is that too inclusive? That is, is an, it too that is an inclusive two and above. Oh no! 
He's uh, in order of episodes two, zero, four, two and a half, one, half, one, half. Wow. Like, unambiguously worse than Fringe season five right now by our rate. I'm straight up not having a good time. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, same, same amount of viewers as last week. 7.9 on, on IMDb. Which, given how a lot of it has been eights, cool. I guess they're showing it at lower, but man. I will say, peaking at IMDb, we do go back above eight the next couple episodes. So we'll see. Maybe that would be nice. Maybe the next fucking, one will be. They'll good. fucking do it. They'll save. Dude, like we we even had like Elian died like two episodes ago. Like we've we've even seen like they pulled out like look we're we're killing off main characters sort of thing and like it's just been bad. I forgot Elian died. Exactly until, until this very moment. Exactly, Elian did die. <laughs> oh God, why? <laughs> why did we do God. this to ourselves? Man, it's okay. We're almost through. We're almost there, guys. Why is this show so? <laughs> I don't even... It's it's upsetting how bad it's gotten here. Uh, my only consolation Damn. is I've been watching Castle and like... Oh, Castle's great. Even even when Castle gets dumb, it's still fine. I fucking love Castle. And I think Castle is perhaps the best portrayal of an adult relationship in a crime procedural I have ever seen. Correct. Until she leaves the show. That is a... That is a very... Wow. Spoilers, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't that, leave that because was, of that was such a specific... She leaves because of actor nonsense, and they have to write her out. Mm. Oof. I think I did read oh. something about mm-hmm. that. Also, Charlie, that was a very, very specific um, qualifier, I guess, that you gave there. <laughs> no, because it's just something you notice when watching shows where you have, like, the oh, she for- like she kissed me, like, let me explain, and then they get into a huge fight about it. But on Castle, that exact scenario happens, and he's like, this is what happened, and she goes, okay, I believe you. And then they move on with their lives, and it doesn't cause a huge fight. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's not a TV relationship. It does also have Nathan Fair Finley, enough. which is always a good thing. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, I don't know what to get her for Valentine's Day. No, he knows exactly what to get her for Valentine's Day. And she likes the gift. And she knows exactly what to get him for Valentine's Day. And he likes the gift. And I'm like, why aren't we doing a drama piece about how he's a man and dumb about gift giving? Like, what the fuck? It's just uh, weird. It's, I, remember, I remember reading and hearing that Nathan Fillion was like just a, a, a dick in real life. Is, is that, was that true? Is he, is he just a dick in real life? Or... Oh, probably. Okay, but he is—he is very fun to watch. I haven't heard that. I've heard he is like difficult to work with. I feel like that's different from being like a fucking Urza (laughs) Miller. That's that's okay. Well, one (laughs) of those people is a criminal, (laughs) and whose movie grossed less than Green Lantern, which is insane. (laughs) Did you know that, audience? Did you know the Flash has made less money than Green Lantern (laughs) for good reason? How much did uh, Serenity gross? Uh, you I know, enjoy it's about time for me to rewatch Firefly. Uh, I I enjoy seeing the the like 
we'll call them very, the, the huge amount of hopium of like, hey, look, Dis- Disney has Firefly now. Maybe there'll be there maybe there'll be a new Firefly, and it's like, no, guys, Firefly's dead. Firefly is so dead. It's a fun show. It's so. Joss Whedon also shouldn't be making more films. <laughs> like- yes, exactly. That's part of the reason why Firefly is dead. It was a fun. It was a fun TV show, but like, yeah. It, unfortunately, I don't think you can capture the magic. Part again. of what makes it so special is that it was just the one season and the movie. I think it would have been a good three season show. I feel like they would have fringed it. <laughs> I think. I think there's enough there. Or even Buffy'd it and ended on a really weird season five U.S. government research note. Oh, dude, if if Firefly got five seasons, we all know season five would be super trash. It'd be real bad. Like I said, <laughs> I think, I, I especially after like Dark and Ted Lasso and a couple others, I think three seasons is about the perfect length for a show. I think anything past three and you're really starting to stretch. It's almost like TV writers typically write for two seasons when they're drafting up show concepts. The Good Place was four it's seasons, like that's and I thought that was excellent. So, so yes, it is possible to write your way out of it, but I feel like typically most TV shows, at least when they're starting, they write with like maybe eight, maybe nine plot points that are supposed to go across two seasons, and then... They get they get through season one and they get through like four of those plot points and it's great and the audience loves it and then they're like cool you're renewed for like four seasons <laughs> or like two more seasons like th- like three or four seasons they're like shit we have five plot points remaining in our current thing how much of this is filler and how much of this is bullshit that we're gonna have to now make up and add into this rewatch and sometimes I mean also unless uh, you're the dude who made Babylon Five where you walked into a meeting and went. Uh, I have a pitch for a sci-fi show. I need five seasons. You're going to greenlight me for five seasons, and I am going to tell this story, and that is it. And Warner Brothers went, okay? Which is such an insane... That's <laughs> such an insane ask. Like, Oh, but everyone should go watch Babylon 5. The, it, it's hokey at times, but oh my oh god. Oh yeah, I guess so we should good. do that again. All right, let's go around. Everyone say another piece of media you'd recommend instead of Merlin. <laughs> Charlie, is yours Babylon yeah. 5 today? Yeah, Babylon 5. Uh, brief, I guess, brief summary. Um, far future, humanity has made contact with aliens, and there is a space station in neutral space where it's supposed to be where everyone can gather and peacefully talk out their differences. Um, and it's Babylon 5 because the first three blew up and during construction, the fourth disappeared mysteriously, and so this is Babylon 5. is really good. Go watch Babylon 5. It is like, dare I say, peak 90s sci-fi. Um, and complete story. Don't have to worry about any loose dangling threads. Gets really good political uh, in the later seasons. Makeup's fantastic. Acting's out of the park. Good lore. Go watch Babylon Five. It's better than Merlin. All right, audience, I got, I got, I got a hot take. You're, you're here. You've been watching Merlin with us, and it's been so long. You, you haven't even seen Fringe. Like you're not even here for. Go watch season five of Fringe instead of season five of Merlin. Watch Wait, it first. Just season five. Think about how it's a <laughs> just season five, so that it's so that it's an entirely fresh, different show, and it's just a spinoff. And then once you're through that, you go. Wow, that was weird, but I guess it was better than season five. Then go watch season one, two, and like three, 
You, go, you can watch four if you want. Go watch the uh, prequel to Fringe Season 5. <laughs> go Fringe. watch the prequel. Fringe Seasons 1 through 4. Oh, no. <laughs> but, like, watch Season 5 first so that you're not entirely disappointed when you get to it later. <laughs> uh, I feel like, David, I, I've, oh, we, need to find, we need to find someone who hasn't seen Fringe, and we need to show them Season 5 first. But we need to like commit them to watching all of it. But starting with season five, <laughs> who could we do this to? Oh God! I all right, need, think oh. about it. Potato is a ripe option. I gotta we think gotta about make that. Potato, watch it. Ooh. Oh God! We I, I, we have to watch it with him. Yeah. All right. Um, my media <laughs> I would yours, like to David? recommend is Kim Possible. <laughs> Hell yeah! Great cartoon, <laughs> fantastic. Four seasons, all four solid, and a movie. Fantastic. Didn't it get a live Wait, action is that movie is that too? the way to is that the is that the way to avoid the five season curse? Is just have four seasons. I think it was three seasons and a movie, and then a fourth season. And oh, then, weird. Then also a live action film. Yes, that is unrelated. That is uh, reboot. That had Allison Hannigan as the mom. Yes. Which... All right. What on earth? <laughs> Learning so I mean, much. You today. can also watch. Audience, th- those are you three can also watch uh, Casey undercover watch. on Disney, which is Zendaya <laughs> as a teen spy. Go watch. Huh. Um, go watch Gumball. Go watch Amazing World of Gumball. That it's kids show kind of. I I'm pretty sure it's meant for like stoned adults. Because there's a scene where a balloon's talking about how important it is to eat your vegetables while shoving an eggplant up his air hole. Nah, dude. Wh- and watch like, gr- grunting to get it up in there. And as soon as another character's like, but you were talking that whole time. So where were you putting the eggplant? Someone else comes in and cuts off that conversation. <laughs> now, just watch Gravity Falls. No, Falls don't fun. watch Gravity Falls because then you're going to be sad. <laughs> Why not? You're going to be sad it's over, but it's such a good show. I can't go back. It was it was very fun. I can't go back to show. before Gravity Falls now. I wish I could go back to before Star versus the Forces of Evil. <laughs> have you watched uh, the Owl House? I haven't yet? watched the Owl House yet. It's supposed to it be. It is good. supposed to be excellent. It's supposed to be one of the too uh, much audience. There are there are so many things. There's so to many watch things you can watch than watching season five Merlin. of Merlin. What we're saying is thank you for watching season five of Merlin with us, but also. Why? You guys realize Grey's Anatomy is still yep. going? That's insane. You realize there's no longer anyone related to the Greys left on Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> Didn't they do like a weird thing where they to blew up fair. the house too? Like the house is even gone? Oh, probably. What the fuck? Like, ugh. That was a weird, weird show. Not really. It's just a it, modern I, soap opera. I, yeah, I was going to say, you just got to look at it through the lens of it's a, it's a soap opera. But without the, uh, actually, I think they might even be coming up on like episode a thousand. Yeah, it's just a soap opera. The head writer said, or the creator is like, I have no intentions of stopping. Yeah, because it's fucking a paycheck. Why would they? <sighs> Anyhow, thank oh, you f- to listening. Thank you for listening to. Uh, <laughs> I'm so tired now. This is <laughs> this has drained me so much. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Thank you, audience, for listening to 40 minutes of us complain about having to talk we about We made it Merlin, to an hour. We made it t- to an hour. Then 20 minutes of us talking about stuff you should watch <laughs> instead of watching Merlin.
Uh, if you want what? more media recommendations from three guys who hate Merlin, uh, tune in next week. Uh, if you want to support us, you can give us a five-star rating on the podcatching service of your choice, be that Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Play, our home at Podbean. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can get in contact with us on Twitter at Forsaf or email us at forsaf at gmail.com. Send us to all your friends. Give us your media recommendations for stuff that is better than season five of Merlin. Uh, if you like season five of Merlin, tell us why. I actually want to know. I want to hear your reasoning for it. You justify these bad storylines to me. Uh, and on that, outro. Our intro and outro music is The Butterfly, Kid on the Mountain by Slunche. I, uh, I really tried on that pronunciation. I don't think it's correct, but that's what YouTube tells me.